This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back to the Pixie Dust Podcast. And I have to say, it's a very exciting time for the Pixie Dust Podcast here. Myself, Annie Fry with you and my co-host, Erica Murphy of Magic Expeditions. Exciting to be here. And we are excited to announce that we are launching this as its very own separate podcast. So if you have found us because I upload all these other things to my regular podcast, which doesn't always have much to do with Disney. uh, Thank you for being here. And I would very much so encourage you to subscribe to the Pixie Dust Podcast, wherever you get your podcast from. Go ahead and type in Pixie Dust Podcast and uh, find it. If it's not there the first time you search it, maybe by the next week it will. We're going to continue to upload these episodes on Saturdays on the Annie Fry Show podcast for the time being. But we'll definitely be encouraging you to subscribe to the new one because we're going to expand it a little bit. So welcome into the Pixie Dust Podcast. If you are new here, we talk about things, all things basically Disney World. Erica is a travel agent with uh, Magic Expeditions. She knows all the latest and greatest information about going to Disney World. And I just really, really like going to Disney World. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Yeah. That's how we got here. Yeah, that's all you need. Mm-hmm. And it's, I joke, but Disney is a is a family. Like you absolutely, it's Ohana. Yeah. You, there's a connection between. <laughs> Ohana, <laughs> that's code word. Ohana is family. Yeah. I'm, and I'm pretty sure somewhere Tony Colombo just like, <laughs> yeah. someone say Ohana. Did you say Ohana? I'm right there. <laughs> yeah. Tony Colombo, a cast member of uh, my show and also co-worker here at 97.1 FM, where I do my regular radio show. You can find more about that at 971talk.com slash Annie. So. Basically, Eric and I have conversations about going to Disney World in life. We just see each other and we talk about it. And we thought there are other people who want to be a part of these conversations, too. Because if you're in that Disney World family or most importantly, if you're here, if your eyebrow has been raised, if your interest has been piqued about going towards going to Disney World, taking yourself, uh, you and a significant other or a spouse or you and the whole family, maybe generationally a whole big you know, swath of people. All of those different scenarios are wonderful because if you're going to Disney with somebody, you're going to be happy. And we're here to talk about the basics, kind of the entry level 101. What do you need to know about going to Disney World? If you've never planned a vacation before, you're in the right spot. If you love going to Disney World and you love talking about it, you're in the right spot. And today we are talking about the all important dates and deadlines, planning that Disney World vacation. You got to know these things. Yeah. And 
There is a level of planning involved with Disney, and I think that's one of the things that people kind of shy away from, that, you know, when I go on vacation, I want to just sit on a beach and do nothing, and I don't want to plan anything, and I want to leisurely go places. And, and Disney's a little bit different, but I think that they do a really good job of incorporating both of those things. Mm-hmm. So you can go to the Polynesian and lay on the beach, the fake Disney beach, and and have a... I'd rather lay on a fake Disney beach. I mean, 100%. <laughs> and then have the fireworks and yes. yeah, steps away. But um, there are some some important dates that if you want to maximize your Disney vacation as far as the fast passes and the reservations, um, there is a level of planning involved. And that's what when you work with an agent, that's what we do for you. Yep. So you can just At show what cost? up. At what cost to the to the vacationer? Zero dollars. Actually, potentially <laughs> a savings. And we'll talk a little bit about that as well. Uh, I can't recommend enough Working with an agent, the first vacation I took when I didn't know anything and I would have loved to have had a podcast like this that walked me through it. I muddled my way through. I watched so many YouTube videos. I still do because I like them. Yeah. Um, and I planned it and it was fine. But I learned a lot in the process. And then the second vacation, the second summer when we went the next year, I worked with Erica and it just made it so much easier and, and you saved me money because you were able to find and apply promos to my trip before I even knew they existed. Mm-hmm. So highly recommend uh, reaching out to Erica at magicexpeditions.com. Yeah. Um, regarding planning a vacation to Disney World, I think that one of the apprehensions people might have is that it seems like a lot of work to go to Disney World. And who wants to spend a lot of time working and planning and studying? Yeah. For a vacation, well, I understand that. I understand that uh, concern. But I'll also say that after you start getting into the planning, it really adds to the anticipation and the excitement. And so you do need to know certain deadlines. If you miss a deadline, in most cases, that doesn't mean that you can't do something or go something. Your your options might, what is, your opportunities might change about what you can do or where you can go. But I always stress to people, Walt Disney World is Walt Disney World. And the beauty about it is if you think that you have to be at one resort because it's your favorite resort, if you end up at a different resort, Mm -hmm. you're going to find out you might have a new favorite resort. Yeah. It's all Disney. It's all done meticulously well. Mm -hmm. And uh, your your vacation will be made magical. So when, when people say... Erica, we're thinking about it's it's winter now. It's January now. Don't know when you're listening to this, but let's say I want to go this summer. Mm-hmm. Thinking about going to, uh, to to Disney World. Do you tell people it's best to plan X amount of time out, or is it always a good time to plan a vacation? I mean, it's always a good time to plan a vacation. Um, you know, we were joking earlier about hey, let's go in two weeks. Like. Yeah, let's I really do. want to go in two weeks. <laughs> like, you know, when in before pre baby, um, you know, there was times that a promo would come out and it would be a couple weeks away and mm-hmm. we would just be like, you know what, we should go and we would go. So, um, like you said, some of the options are, are limited. I actually one of my really good friends is on property. I think right now, I think he's either leaving today or tomorrow. And it was one of those things that, you know, they had nothing going on this weekend. And we're like, you know what, let's spend a couple days at Disney and see what you can do. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, those options are definitely out there. However, I normally say that if you do have some time planning around the six month mark is going to be really a good time to plan because there's a 180 day window of when you could start booking your dining reservations and 180 days if you haven't done the math is six months exactly yeah and so you know right around that time is really a good time to start planning um 
Disney does release packages a year in advance. So right now I have all the dates open for 2020. I have a couple people that want to go in 2021. So we have a wait list for when those packages should come out probably Mm -hmm. in June. But uh, room reservations open 499 days in advance. So if there is one of those rooms that you really want to go see, um, I really want to stay at the Polynesian in a villa, um, we can certainly book a room reservation 499 days in advance. And How long is that? I mean, that's over a year. year. And a yeah. And then we can add the package to it after. That's not necessary um, unless it's one of those rooms that are, are really hard to get. So um, a year in advance, we can book the package, but I usually say about six months is about the time that you need. And Disney allows you to make... 100 payments if you need to. So, you know, if you want to finance your vacation, as long as it's in increments of $20, you can make as many payments as you want. And so it's easier to think about, okay, well, I have a $3,000 vacation, but maybe I only need to pay, you know, $100 a week. Maybe that's not going to Starbucks. I think, I think that's a lot of Starbucks. I mean, as I have Starbucks in front of me right now, (laughs) I, I think that your, when people are going for the first time, one of the immediate questions they have is, like, what kind of money are we talking about yeah. here? Like, how, what's this going to set me back? Because people think, is this going to be a $20,000 vacation or can I go to Disney World for a week for $500? No, you cannot. Mm-hmm. Um, not unless you stole it. You go to Branson for $500. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah, it's, my house is not even that <laughs> ridiculous. So I think that it's important to understand that the timeline will affect. Yeah your ability to afford what you want to do. So maybe if you were thinking you were going to go this summer, but if you want to hold out and go next summer, if that will allow you the opportunity Mm -hmm. to do the whole vacation that you want to do, Mm because you're going to be there, if it's the difference between going for three days and going for eight days or something like that, you might want to make that length a little bit longer. If you're not worried about the budget, if if, if the budget isn't, the determining factor and where you go and how long you stay, your deadlines might be a little less impactful, but that six month deadline to make your dining reservations is an impactful one. And Mm -hmm. people say to me when I talk to them, I I keep, I draw people to me now because people know that I'm a Disney person. Yeah. And then they're like, Annie, I got a Disney question. It's a family. Let me send you to Erica. Yeah. Erica at magicexpeditions.com. I, and then we say, oh, Hannah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you have to say it right. And when you're in the club, you'll know. I just made that up. <laughs> when, you, when, when you come to me and you're asking questions, people will often say, I have to know what I'm going to eat lunch, where I'm going to eat lunch on Tuesday, six months ahead of time. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, it's not that. It's not that detailed. It certainly doesn't hurt, and if you're a planner and you like spreadsheets and you're a nerd and a dork <laughs> like me, then you're like, I can't wait till six months get here. But if you are somebody who does not want to do that, I understand that. That mm-hmm. kind of seems oppressive. It's like <laughs> like you're at boot camp where everything yeah. is, you do this and you do this and you do this and you do this. However, there are some dining experiences that are basically attractions themselves exactly yeah. and they book up six months in advance mm-hmm. so if it when you when you talk to somebody like erica she and, and you don't know anything about anything she can say well i see you have uh two little kiddos here would they like to dine in cinderella's palace mm-hmm. castle and if that is if that makes your eyes bug out of your head like i can do that and you want that reservation, you need to book that six months out. Yeah. If you want to get a corn dog on Main Street 
quick service at Magic Kingdom when you're going from one fast pass to the other, you don't need to worry about that six mm-hmm. months out as much, really, at all. <laughs> so you can just mobile order when you're there. So, But there are certain character dining experiences where, mm-hmm. and if, if you're not familiar with character dining, that means that you get to meet characters while you're eating. Mm-hmm. It could be a buffet experience. It could be the characters come to your table. You get to take pictures with them. You get the autographs with them. I personally, with little kids... Highly, highly, highly recommend character dining because it's always in air conditioning. I think almost always in air conditioning uh, inside, out of the sun. And it is a calm experience for everybody, including mom and dad. Yeah. And then you also get the experience of being able to meet some characters that you don't have to later stand in line for Mm -hmm. in the park. You can stand in line for rides as opposed to standing in line to meet somebody who could come to your table and take Mm -hmm. a photo specifically with you. So some of those character dining experiences, especially at prime normal, mm-hmm. like if you want to eat lunch at 3 p.m., you might have a better chance of doing that at a specific place. But some places they're going to book up, they're mm-hmm. going to be done. And then, Erica, you can walk those people through the process mm-hmm. of it's six months out. How do you go about making sure you get the dining reservations mm-hmm. that must be done? And the good news is, too, is that you can make any changes to any of your reservations as the time goes along. Mm-hmm. Within 24 hours of that reservation, once that timeline hits, then you can't make any changes or there will be a small fee. But if you go there on Monday and say, you know what, I have a reservation at six o'clock and and on the next day and I'm just we're probably not going to be that hungry once you kind of realize you can change it. Mm -hmm. And with that being said, as people are changing their plans, it's live and more reservations will open as well. So even though you don't have a reservation at Cinderella's Royal Table, something may open up. Especially in that like 48 hour window when people are, their plans have changed. They made the reservation because they were 75% sure they were going to do it, but they made that 8 a.m. breakfast reservation and they realized they're going to be up late that night and they didn't anticipate it. They cancel it before 24 hours. You can scoop that up. You can get a lot of good reservations, Mm -hmm. but you just got to hope it works out for you. Yeah. 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 Real exciting. I know. It's like. Plane with fire. It is. That's why I love being an agent so much because then I get to do that all the time for other people. And I get something. I think some people are like, are you really that excited that I get to eat with? I'm really excited. This is the biggest deal ever. I know. Guess what? I just got you. And they're like, cool. And I'm like, no. Do you know how hard this was? Yeah. No. It's really cool. Erica's texted me, messaged me (laughs) things that she's scored for other people. She's like, I just had to tell somebody who would appreciate it. And if you're one of those people listening right now who is listening because you just wanted to feel closer to Disney World today. Hi. Thanks for being here. Give her your number and she'll text you too. I will. We can start a group chat. Exactly. <laughs> Scoring the latest fast pass and dinner reservation. Name some of the other places. Like I'm thinking of, of places that you'd really want to get at six months. And I think Cinderella's Castle, mm-hmm. the, it's Cinderella's Royal Table is the name of the dining experience. I've done that twice with because I have two little girls. We've met Cinderella, Ariel, Jasmine, Snow White, Aurora. Uh, I think that's all we've met there, potentially. Mm-hmm. Maybe... That's about it. Uh, Be Our Guest is a good one. Yeah, especially because it is Bell's Castle. Mm -hmm. And so at night it is a prefix menu. So it has more of a prefix. That means the price is fixed. (laughs) I Googled that while I was I knew I knew what it meant. But I'm like, what does prefix mean? And then I looked, I'm like, oh, it's price fix. Duh. (laughs) So I just did that for you. So the next time you're in a conversation with somebody and they say, oh, it's prefix. You'd be like, 
Like, I know. Sen- yeah, I know what that means. <laughs> There's this podcast I listen to. It is. It tells me fancy words. I don't know. Is that Latin? I don't even know. Did you say Latin? Latin. A Latin. Um, Not French. Aladdin. Get inside of your head. <laughs> My, see, this is what happens when you're Disney that everything Latin. Becomes... <laughs> like the language. The original love language. So you're telling me Aladdin is not a language? <laughs> I mean, I guess it could be. So, but the dinner at Be Our Guest, it's, it is the Beast Castle, the Bell, and Bell. Bell is not there, but the Beast is there at dinner. Mm-hmm. It's the only place you can go meet the Beast. We've done it twice. Mm-hmm. It is absolutely worth it for the experience to go get that photo with the Beast if you mm-hmm. want it. But breakfast and lunch are quick service. Are quick service. Mm-hmm. And if you just want to see the castle, Mm-hmm. I think that's the way to go. Well, and I think that especially if you have kids, they're not going to necessarily eat a three-course French dinner. I mean, it's... That is correct. It's two credits on the dining plan as well. Yeah. So while it's a great... And I... It's funny. I have... Which maybe I'll I'll share. Um, I have a picture of me for my 35th birthday. We went and I had my, my birthday dinner at um, Be Our Guest Castle. And... The pure joy on my face of meeting the beast as I'm like, <laughs> he's huge. He's, he's huge. huge. It is. It's one of my favorite photos. Almost as fun as my aerial grotto photo. But it is. <laughs> um, I mean, I was that I the look, one where you thought you were getting on the ride, but you accidentally <laughs> got in the line to meet Ariel. Yeah, and so then I you know, had to act like you were excited to be there. All about standing in character <laughs> lines, being a grown adult with yeah. no children. But, I mean, the pure joy of just being in the castle. And when you're in the back room, it's dark and it's stormy and the windows are tinted and there's lightning. And it's it's really cool ambiance that you can use a quick service credit for. Yep. That you don't necessarily have to use the two credits if you have kids personally. I would say, as last year we went, we had my, my daughter, my youngest was three. So she was using credits. She's mm-hmm. no longer two and, and yeah. you know, not a human. She's a human. By Disney standards. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, 10 credits for us to go eat there. And the food was delicious. My husband and I loved it. Mm -hmm. It really was not worth the food for my kids. My husband and I would definitely go back for that meal. And meeting the beast is absolutely worth it for the kids. Mm -hmm. But make sure your kids want to meet the beast as much as you want your kids to meet the beast. Yeah. Because it might be terrifying. I mean, it ever both times that we went there when there were people who were just lining up so excited to meet the beast. Yeah. And he walks out and he walks through the room and then he goes back to his like mm-hmm. quarters where you take photos with him and there's always kids screaming. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, "Oh, that poor child." Well, he's All a that beast. Yeah, he is. And he's gigantic and yeah. and he looks like a beast and he actually has a pleasant look about him, but you have to look at him long enough to see that. It's the eyes. So you it's it's you got to think about it. Yeah. And I, my suggestion, if you think that's something you would like to do, again, the food is amazing. You got to decide if it's worth it for your family. It was definitely worth it for my family for the last two years we went and had the opportunity to do that. But the next time I will it, be our guest is always going to be on our list of places to go, but yeah. probably more the quick service. And the quick service is Breakfast really great. I mean, it, they still it's kind of cool because they have um, little roses that mm-hmm. they hand out. That is kind of like your your pager and you go and you sit down and they still bring it to you. Mm-hmm. You don't have to go up and get it. And they have sandwiches and they have like croque monsieurs, which is like my favorite thing in the world to eat. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, even though it's just just sandwiches you still get the ambiance of eating in the castle you everything get the is the same everything. except you don't get to meet the beast yeah for breakfast and lunch and it's a quick service it's one credit yeah one quick service credit versus two table service credits for dinner yeah exactly so that one does book up really quick because of that mm-hmm. so um so that's one that i would say 
Ohana mm-hmm. was one you talked about a couple times. I was going to say, Ohana is going to be sponsored of this podcast yeah. right now. I've never that's... been to Ohana. Oh, my gosh, the breakfast. And I was actually talking with Matt, uh, with mm-hmm. your brother-in-law, and that's one of his favorite You almost told people what my brother-in-law's I'm name was. sorry. I stopped myself. They don't know. Now they just think it's meh. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that. That's his name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I'm trying to be really conscious of that. Smith. Um, meh. Smith. Brother-in-law. B-I-L. <laughs> uh his favorite, one of their favorite places, yep. Ohana, too. They have a bread pudding that mm-hmm. I like can't even. I mean, I would pay four credits just for this bread pudding. <laughs> like, let's go right it's now just so that it. I could get this bread. It yeah. is so good. Oh my gosh. Um, but they have a breakfast, mm-hmm. too, which is really good. And that's that's hard to get. And into. the breakfast is a Lilo and Stitch. It is. Meet and greet with yeah. Mickey. Is Mickey there? Um, I don't know if he's there. I, I felt like there, there might. And the other thing to understand, too, about character meet and greets. Is there's always an underlining asterisk that's like characters could change. Exactly. So if you go to Cinderella's royal table and you met five princesses one time and you went back the next year, could be mm-hmm. five different princesses. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you, if you were think Cinderella's royal table is also a two credit dining experience. I prefer Akershus mm-hmm. in Epcot. It is a princess dining experience. You get to meet it's more of like a bell centered thing. Cinderella is there usually, mm-hmm. uh, at least has been when we've been there. Um, but we got to meet Mulan yeah. last year, and I I've never even seen Mulan out and about, so that was yeah. a really cool experience. And Akershus, so Akershus was a, it was there's a a like continental breakfast buffet, mm-hmm. and then it's table service for the cheesy scrambled eggs and the sausage and the bacon and the oh, cheesy potatoes and everything is amazing. Yeah. So and Akershus wouldn't book up as early as Cinderella's Royal Table, but it will. It does, and especially the early morning, because we mm-hmm. talked about our early morning hack with the frozen ride, and yep. that books up very quickly. So, and even if you don't secure the time that you want necessarily, you can always check back and modify and modify, modify, well. modify, exactly. Modify. What other? What are some other dinner reservations that might fill up? So California Grill, which okay. is another one in the contemporary, that it is a bird's eye view over the castle, mm-hmm. and they pipe in the music, and you get to see the fireworks. And so if your really... reservation is during fireworks time at yep. Magic Kingdom, you'll be able to see the mm-hmm. fireworks while you dine. And they give you like a VIP ticket, so even if you have a 5 o'clock reservation, uh, you can still get that VIP ticket to come back and, and view over there's yeah, like that's a, a, good point. a balcony that you can go see too, so mm-hmm. that's kind of a fun one. Um, and the food is amazing too. Uh, there's one in Hollywood Studio called Sci-Fi Diner. Did oh, you yeah. guys eat there? Yes, I love yeah. that. We we are. I think um, the trip that my husband and I are taking here in the winter by ourselves. We decided. I think we decided to book that one again. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. They have the tables are like old school cars, mm-hmm. and it's more classic like a, a drive-in. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess classic is better than old school. <laughs> old school sounds cooler. That's why she brings the cool I, to the show. I bring the street cred. Yes. <laughs> Totally. You should meet us. <laughs> we, As we will sit here in cardigans. We're like, Walt Disney World's the best place to go. We got street cred. Main street cred. <laughs> Main street cred. That's it. That's You know, that's a good street cred to have. Yeah, no kidding. Um, but those book up very quickly because, again, it's it's more of an experience. Um, and then anything with start. Olga's Cantina mm-hmm. is one that I would definitely 
grab a definitely mess. grab yeah so those are just some of the examples of why you'd want to hit that dining reservation mark at six months out mm-hmm. and you can always modify you can always cancel up until 24 hours mm-hmm. of when you were supposed to be at your table sitting down absolutely and there you know there's disney magic there's been times that we missed a bus or something has happened and we were late and guest services are on board or that's the other good thing about working with an agent too is that there's been so many times that you know even while you were on property yep. even though you know you're planning your own trip you guys know what you want to do i'm not necessarily there for the planning i'm there to help you while you're there mm-hmm. so if something like that were to happen there is an issue with the magic band or something happens shoot me a text and then let me be on hold with guest services that you happened can still to us enjoy. last summer i we got off the plane got on the magical express got to epcot everything was rolling just as it's supposed to be my my husband and I scan our magic bands. We're filing our kids through. My three-year-old goes to scan her magic band, and it doesn't work. She has to go home. Everybody else <laughs> is in, and she's just like, Mommy, why doesn't my magic band work? And I'm like, well, why can't you just make mine not work? Take the three-year-old in, but you can't. Yeah. It's got to work. So we went through the process of going to something was not connected correctly. They took care of us. We were mm-hmm. hustling to try to meet fast passes because we had family that mm-hmm. we were meeting in the park. And all in all, Disney went out of their way to help us. But it we had a we had a reservation issue that night because we had a family. We what did we have fourteen five four nine ten eleven. We had eleven people mm-hmm. going to have a dinner reservation, and we showed up at this restaurant. And they're like, we do not have a record of this. And I was like, yeah. a what? <laughs> so I messaged Erica. like, hold on a second. And she's like, beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, beep. <laughs> and then she's like. You've got, she she set us up, she took care of us, she talked to the Disney people so we didn't have to do it, which I love because that's a stressful thing to do. Yeah. And if you are frustrated mm-hmm. on vacation and you're like haggling and trying to say, you know, like, listen, I'm paying a lot of money to be here mm-hmm. and this happened and that happened. That's not a fun conversation to have. I don't know what you did or Took care of with your street cred over I there. Made him an offer they <laughs> and it was a great <laughs> outcome for us. They took care of us wonderfully. They got us in. Fortunately, they could fit us in anyway. Um, so I told Erica that, and she took care of us mm-hmm. while she was here in the St. Louis area, mm-hmm. and I was in Epcot in Italy. Yeah, amazing. So that's kind of the dining reservation window. That six months window is one of the first. Time, from from the day that you show up in Disney, the six month window is where like it starts to get a little more real. Yeah, everything else is kind of in flux. As far as securing a great promotion, if you've booked a year in advance, and a great promotion comes out, how close to the your check in time? Thirty days. Anytime up to thirty days. Mm-hmm. If if you work with Erica and and you yourself, if you choose not to work with a travel agent and you see. A promotion come out and you call Disney and say, hey, I just saw this. Is this a, is this a better deal than we have? They'll apply it. You'll get your money back. The mm-hmm. nice thing about working with a travel agent is you get tipped off on these things and you can apply them and you can save people money before they even get out of bed in the morning. Yeah. And I mean, there I say 30 days. Um, after 30 days, there is a $50 change fee for any changes that you make. But that might still some, save you money. I was going to say, if, yeah. if something like free dining or something comes out and you could save $1,300, paying Take a $50, 50. change fee is nothing. So even up to... The day before, if a promo comes out, if it's advantageous enough for you to make that change, mm-hmm. we'll absolutely make that change. So, what are some, so as far as like when you need to book your vacation, if you want to go to Disney and you can only go in two months, 
book a, book a trip to Disney. Find out what's available for where you can stay. Mm-hmm. Get the reservations that are available. If you didn't get the one you want, check with. Just keep checking. Yeah, check it every day. One day you'll score it, and you'll want to call and tell somebody, and you'll want somebody to be as excited <laughs> we'll as you here. are, and we will be here for you. We promise. Um, but if you uh, want to go within that six months, if it's don't ever think that because I didn't start six before six months in advance that I shouldn't go because that's just not the way it works. But no. if you but if you do plan ahead of time, you can really lay things out and just make that process a lot more smooth. Mm-hmm. What yeah. are some of the other deadlines people should know? So with that 180 days uh, as well, that's when some of the extra reservations open up, like the new uh, building a droid in Hollywood Studios or a lightsaber, the Bippity Boppity Boutique. What's which that? Which is the cutest thing in the world. Uh, it is a boutique that transfers your child into a princess. Mm-hmm. So they have the magical, uh, they'll do their hair and they'll sprinkle the pixie dust. And there's different levels of packages. So when you're like, oh my gosh, how much is this going to cost? Um, One million dollars. Yeah, if you buy the dress and everything yeah. there. But, you know, we've talked about our tips and tricks of buying the dress at Target ahead of time, yeah. bringing it there. I think I want to say the, the, the package is like 50 bucks, mm-hmm. which to have her sitting in that chair with the mirror and have the handmaid sitting there and, and doing her nails and doing her hair and just... They get a sash, and you see these little girls walking around with their tight, tight buns. That gives I me a headache. Just look at it. <laughs> never, ever, ever have done that for my two daughters until you explained it like that. <laughs> I'm in sales. <laughs> yeah. Get out of here. You're costing me money. No, I mean, I was thinking it's about amazing. it. Like having my two little girls sitting in there and coming out as mm-hmm. princesses. I always look at that. This is, this is how I look at things. I could do that for them. I'm good with hair. I can do that stuff. It's but experience. I don't have to. And then them sitting there and being taken care of mm-hmm. without mom going, hold still. <laughs> that makes a big difference. It not does. not that I would ever <laughs> yell that at my children. It's I mean, it's a really lovely experience. And um, they have to be three years old. So they have to be yeah. so they can sit in the chair and all of that. Um, Gosh, dang it. I'm going to book that right now. See? I can help you with that. $50, you say? Hmm. I mean, it's, there's, I, th- I want to say now that I've said that, I think, I don't think it's more than like. We'll look it up. Yeah, look it up. Um, but you, you can reserve those six months out. Six months out. Harmony Barbershop. We're getting Braden's first haircut oh, yeah. this summer. That's a thing. And I know his haircut, very first haircut. I mean, you spend it here. It's like 25 bucks to get it there at Disney. I think it's like 30 and I get ears, <laughs> which I'm like, I'd pay 30 just for the ears. Um, so there's that. And then there's also the uh, Pirate League in uh, Adventureland where your little guy or girl can be turned into a pirate or a mermaid. Mm-hmm. So if you're not so much into the princesses, there's different experiences with that. Um, also, the 180 days is when you can open uh, like the dessert party that um, that that you can see the the fireworks from I'm Epcot ex- or Magic yeah. Kingdoms. I'm excited because when we take this next trip uh, which is uh, about nine like, days from know. right now. I'm so excited. Uh, we decided to, February 1st, in fact, they have changed the dessert party, at least for Happily Ever After at Magic Kingdom, yeah. to include booze. <laughs> and yeah. It's just my husband and myself going, and uh, we're meeting my brother-in-law and sister-in-law down there, and we were looking at the... Meh. Ex- yeah, yeah, meh, Smith. <laughs> and <laughs> we... <laughs> Yeah, hi, man. <laughs> Don't ask. <laughs> Just answer. Um, they've added booze to it. Mm-hmm. It says like unlimited. I mean, 
Bring it. <laughs> Challenge accepted. And it also said it's a dessert party, but we, we noticed in there it said savory snacks as well. So I think we're going to be eating like pretzels and cheesecake and drinking sangria and beer. It sounds like the best night in the so world. So we booked that as our dinner. Yeah. And it's, you know, as far as an expense, like a signature dining would go, it's probably still going to be a significantly mm-hmm. more cheap yeah. experience than that. Plus, we get prime seating to watch Happily Ever After, which I do not like. I get I get anxiety in the line and the, yeah. the you know angling for a place where I don't want to work hard to get to a place and then have somebody come stand in front of me and put mm-hmm. their kid on their shoulders. Don't put your kid on your shoulders at a fireworks show or a parade because the people behind you can't see and there are a lot of people behind you. Well, but, I was talking to Meh about the meh, dessert party, yeah. and that's that's what I said is the key thing about those dessert parties is that yeah, the desserts are great, the booze is amazing, um, you know, but it's the you experience. Just show up and sit down and enjoy it, not having to worry about being elbow to elbow with people, and it's it's right there on the corner of Main Street, so you get to see the the fireworks and you get to see the castle. I mean, it's it's not just necessarily the food; it's the it's the party. Yeah, and I think too. <laughs> Like wh- one thing that I would suggest about that, I've I've looked at that and I looked at the price. For my family of five, I wouldn't do it. Right. But if you were going with extended family mm-hmm. and you want to do one thing, maybe just with your significant other, mm-hmm. or if you want to have an ex- like kind of like a date while you're there, because yeah. I know a lot of people do that. Disney does have babysitting services mm-hmm. that are come very very highly recommended. As a matter of fact, they're probably way more qualified than the babysitters you use on a regular basis. Probably more qualified than me. Let's yeah, be honest. exactly. <laughs> you just can raise my children. You hire me, and I'll come along with you. I'll just hang out with them. Um, but if you are looking for an experience like that, I was thinking this dessert party, just just for the money. Yeah, I think it's a great experience for the adults to take part in together. Yeah. After I do the dessert party, I will I will follow up with you and decide whether or not it's worth it with my kids as well to mm-hmm. not have to find a place to stand and watch happily ever after and hope that you get to see everything. And- well, and I mean, I have I've again have never been as a parent, so I don't know. But I would think that I can already feel myself having a level of anxiety at yep. Disney just being like, where where's my child? Where is he? Like, so I don't know that I would ever fully enjoy the fireworks because I'd be watching where my kids are. Yep. So to have that, that it's gated, there's nobody can come in, that it's one secured area that I would think that you would be able to enjoy the experience a little more. Just knowing that your kids are, are not going anywhere, that nobody's going to get in there, that it's just your little area. I would think that that would be be a level of. It is a huge deal. I, I started paying for early bird boarding because yeah. I fly Southwest and worth every penny. I do early bird boarding for all five of us because it automatically checks me in. I get a number. We all get to sit together. And the anxi- like the tension and anxiety that I have mm-hmm. about being separated from my kids on the plane, I, it's just worth the money. But that might be the money that I am not able to now spend on a dessert party for five yeah. people. So everybody has to make their own choices and apply what works for them. So I will go report back after my husband and I do this dessert party and, and tell you. Hopefully yeah. I don't get snookered in. <laughs> I might. <laughs> we'll see. As I've done the dessert party at Epcot. Uh, I haven't done the one at Magic Kingdom, but I did do a fireworks cruise at Magic Kingdom, which Ooh. was amazing that you can rent a chartered boat, I guess. I mm-hmm. don't know. It was a yacht. <laughs> 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 on, on, on 
Seven Seas Lagoon. It was uh, one that you put a quarter in and then it just rocked back and forth. Right. But you could see the fireworks. Yeah, but it was amazing. Like out from um, the old Kmart. But they have, you know, it's up to eight people and then you can have um, strawberries and you can have champagne. Another coworker of us went, uh, of ours went for his wife's birthday and surprised with some friends coming. So it's just, there's a lot of fun add-ons that you can add to. There's a Keys to the Kingdom tour, which some people don't like to see the behind the curtain magic. I love seeing the behind the scenes curtain magic. I haven't decided on that yet. Oh my gosh. I don't know if I, I, you know, when you learn how the sausage is made, does it make the sausage taste any less delicious? I don't know. I no. think it depends. Sausage is delicious. <laughs> I'm 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 just basking in in the magic right now. But yeah. I could imagine the more you experience it, and the more you've co- you learn and come to understand it, how you would want to learn then even more. Well, in my opinion, it gives me more of an appreciation because Disney does so many things to where you don't even know that they've done these things. Mm-hmm. That when they tell you, you're like. Oh. I love you even more if that was even put, like thought you of thought that? of that like how For convenient me? Yeah. yeah totally so that part is kind of cool and just to kind of um you know be one of the elite that know these keys to the kingdom so it's all about it's about the main street cred I, it's my street cred should have named that <laughs> this podcast that all right put it back <laughs> scratch the pixie dust podcast <laughs> main street cred we're gonna change it and everyone's gonna be mad at me Sorry. what you want to do what so okay so those types of reservations in conjunction with the dinner reservations. But I think the big thing that most people would be thinking about right now is how do I get in those fast pass for the big rides? One more time, a fast pass is what? It's a reservation to come back at a certain time for an attraction. And it is a separate line. It's a there's a standby line and there's a fast pass line. So you can go through in maybe 15 to 20 minute wait. Um, during peak times, I saw the fast pass line was like an hour during the holidays. Oh my so, gosh. But that's um, like psycho types of, of crowding. Exactly. Yeah. I, I, I usually describe a fast pass as a one hour window appointment mm-hmm. to show up. And get on a ride within 15 minutes. Yeah. And there are going to be exceptions that mean you get to go walk on that ride. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to wait 15 minutes in line. You just get in the fast, pan, fast pass line, scan your magic band, and you basically walk right on the ride. And you could do that for Slinky Dog in Hollywood Studios. You could do that for Flight of Passage in Avatar uh, in Pandora in Animal Kingdom. You could do that for Mind Train. Or you could show up and with those big rides more likely have to stand in line for 15 minutes, 20 Mm-hmm. Maybe 25. I don't know that I've ever stood in a line, in a fast pass line for more than 20 minutes. Yeah. I mean, it's all peak time, like I said. It's So it, it varies, but it's some of them you're just literally walking through the queue and just walk right on. Yeah. And there's certain rides that I wouldn't necessarily even recommend getting a fast pass for. Like I would never say get a fast pass for Muppet Vision because they're going to have shows every 20 minutes. And so you wouldn't want to waste it on something like that. But working with an agent, they can kind of help direct you what... Unless Muppet Vision is a tier two and you're trying to in in Hollywood studios, which is something else. Maybe we'll talk about fast passes a little bit different parks. Magic Kingdom doesn't have tiers, but all the other ones do Mm -hmm. where they take their best rides and they put them in tier one. And then the rest of them are in tier two. And you can only pick one out of tier one. One fast pass of your three that you get to book ahead of time can come out of tier one. So I think we did book Muppets because it was close to Star Tours. Mm-hmm. Which Star Tours in Hollywood Studios is the only ride that is in Tier 2, I think. I think everything else is shows. 
And we thought Muppets was close. Yeah. Well, and, you know, if you want to necessarily like, burn a fast pass, you can get your other three to get back into the tier one. That's the, po- that's the point card. I'm saying. Yes. <laughs> now we're talking nerdiness. Yeah. Talk nerdy to me. So if you are looking at your three fast passes, you can only book three before you go. They're hour increments. So you can't book one at 9 a.m., 9.15, and 9.30. You have to go 9 to 10, 10 to 11, 11 to 12. Or if you want to go in the afternoon, whatever. And we could we should do a fast pass strategy one next time. I want to do that. Are you good at fast pass strategy? I'm good at fast pass strategy. I mean, yeah, I've learned a thing. Or two. I've been around the block, <laughs> the main street block. So when you uh, are going to these different places, this is this is so much where having somebody who knows what they're talking about. If you are completely brand new to this, this is where I feel like you absolutely maximize your vacation. Mm-hmm. If you're using a travel agent. You'll save the most money because it doesn't cost you anything extra to use them. They get their pay from Disney. Disney gives them a cut of whatever you book. And if there's a promo, they apply it to you. You save the money. And then the second thing is maximizing your time at Disney because time is money. And Mm -hmm. if you get to use your time the most wisely... The only way you're going to do that if you're brand new to the experience is to use somebody who knows what they're talking about. And the fast pass strategy that we're talking about right now, for instance, Hollywood Studios, they reconfigured their tiers. And depending on when you're listening to this, they could have reconfigured them (laughs) since we're having this conversation. But Rock and Roller Coaster, Tower of Terror, all the Toy Story Land. So that's an extra three fast passes in Toy Story Land. Um, Is there anything else in the tier one? Not off the top of my head. And then those are all tier one, so you can't do Rock and Roller Coaster and Tower of Terror. You can't have both of those booked. You have to pick one, and then you have to figure out what to do with the rest of your Fast Passes. And somebody like Erica will know that of all the tier ones in in Hollywood Studios, you should probably book Slinky Dog because that's going to be the hardest one to get the day of. Mm -hmm. You'll probably be able to get a Rock and Roller Coaster the day of. You'll probably be able to get a Tower of Terror the day of. So Erica... At Magic Expeditions will guide you through that process, so you have her expertise the first time you go. I did not have that the first time I went, and I and I studied a lot, I read a lot, but it would have been a lot easier to just have you tell me, yeah, <laughs> which I, which is a huge advantage. So, um, those different types of fast passes, when when do you get to book those, and how does that work? So when you're staying on property, you can book them up to 60 days in advance. It opens at uh, 7 a.m. Eastern time. So when I say I I get up early for you, you know, and have this done before you're even out of bed. I mean, we get up at 6 o'clock in the morning for fast passes and 5 o'clock for dining is when that that window opens. And you're having agents all over the world that are booking these. So they book up very quickly. So when you stay on property, the fast passes are 60 days. Now, if you choose that it's better for your family to stay off property, then and you can only book them 30 days in advance. So that's one of those benefits of staying on property um, that some of those bigger ones like Flight of Passage and Slinky Dog and some of the newer attractions, um, those may be a little more difficult to get if you stay off property because it's the 30-day window. Again, not saying that the day of you can't go and, and something opens or you know a week yeah. before something opens. Um, Everybody is always checking their plans, Mm -hmm. and if something fits better into their schedule, 
and it becomes available, it's a domino effect. Yeah. And the only way that you're going to catch that is if you're checking a lot. So yeah. if you pound the app and you're in there and you're just, when you're sitting there instead of playing Candy Crush or mm-hmm. Brick Breaker on your phone or something like that, if you're on the My Disney Experience app, which you should be downloading right now, My mm-hmm. Disney Experience on your phone, and you're refreshing the schedule, which is when you where you book these things, something will pop up. And you will have you could have checked for weeks and weeks and weeks, mm-hmm. hours and hours and hours, and one day it will just be there, just and happens. you'll grab it, and it might be two a.m. You'll want to tell somebody, and you text us, <laughs> and you let us know. I'll probably be sleeping. Yeah, <laughs> I might not be because I don't sleep. Um, so, so these, the, I think I want to point out too the the difference between the thirty day window and the sixty day window. The sixty day window to book fast passes is a really big deal. Yeah. It is a huge advantage over people who stay off property. However. I want to add, if thirty days if thirty days out staying off property is how you afford to go to yeah. Disney World, do it yeah. and have no concerns about it. Mm-hmm. You will have a fantastic trip. You will have a wonderful vacation, and you also, if you pay extra attention to the app, you can get as lucky as anybody else can. It's your dedication to to trying to fish it out of the sea. Yeah, one of the guys that I follow on Instagram, who's one of the Disney social uh, influencers that I would love to be someday if anybody was looking for it. I would do <laughs> Hiring it. a do Disney it. social it. influencer. It. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he goes all the time and he'll go the day of and be like, I just got Slinky Dog the day of. So, I mean, it may not necessarily be the time that you want it or that you would ideally like to have it, but they're out there. Yep. And it's like winning the lottery. And I'll also say, I don't know if this is scientifically proven, but... Who needs signs? When you get a fast pass and you're you have a slinky dog and it's for eight PM but you really need it to be for three PM, I feel like it's a lot easier to get the three PM one when you're modifying yeah. the eight PM one versus just I wonder if there's a slinky dog available and you're just checking to see if anything is available. Mm-hmm. I feel like once you get any fast pass mm-hmm. for that attraction that you're looking for. Going into my Disney experience and trying to modify it, I think you can get through it quicker and faster. Well, it's one touch rather yes. than going to... So if, yeah. if if you are like, ah, oh, there's one that's available, but it's for five hours later than I need, grab it and then just work to modify it. Mm-hmm. And and you very well could get it. Yeah. I've, I've, I, I don't... I've had success getting a fast pass for every attraction that I ever wanted to ride whether I booked it at the 60-day mark or the day of. Mm-hmm. That is such a game. You know, people are like, all Disney World is is standing in lines. It's not really that bad. Mm-hmm. You can go do three fast passes a day, the one you book the 30 days or the 60 days out, and go through those rides, and that can be two, two and a half hours of your time. And in the meantime, once you once you scan your magic band on the third attraction... You can get on the app and you can grab something else that becomes available. If you're in Hollywood Studios and all of those other good rides are all tier one rides, there are more of them available in the middle of the day than there would have been if everybody could have booked all of them as their top three because Mm -hmm. everybody else is going around sitting in shows and stuff because Mm -hmm. they have to. So I think that in that capacity, it spreads the crowd out a little bit more. And then you can get in there and you can get on Tower of Terror. And then once you scan your magic band at Tower of Terror and you're waiting in the fast pass line at Tower of Terror, you can try to get on Rock and Roller Coaster. Mm-hmm. So those are the types of things that you can help master as you go along with this. But definitely working with an agent will save you a lot of time and a lot of trouble. Absolutely.
Yeah. Any other deadlines? Uh, yeah. So then once we hit the 30-day mark, that's kind of the, the final when everything is kind of due. You can book everything before then, but the 30 days is when those kinds of things like uh, Magical Express, sending in your itinerary information, getting that all booked up, Magic Bands, getting all those selections. You can, again, if you book a, a trip two weeks out, you can still book the Magical Express. You can still uh, get your magic bands. You just have to pick them up. They won't be shipped to you. And um, a friend of yours that's going within the next couple of weeks sent me a picture yesterday that they got their magic bands. Good. I didn't know that. Yeah. That was and a it saga. Is, it, it, well, when you buy the premium bands, they ship them right away. When you get the the regular bands that are, are the colored um, mm-hmm. solid bands, those ship out 30 days. Mm-hmm. And so when USPS snail mail, sometimes it takes a little bit, yeah. a little bit longer to get to you. Uh, but she sent me a picture with all the kids with Yay. the magic bands. I'm talking about so Street excited. Kid. Yeah, like, no it kidding. Was, it was cute. It became official. Yeah, that's, that's a good day. And then you get your tickets for the Magic Express and, you know, then it all kind of it all kind of happens, but that's all within the thirty day window, and then that's also when your final payment is due. Um, so you can make as many payments as long as with that thirty days, everything is kind of. I think I think it, we didn't really mention this, but I want to. When you book your trip, all you owe is two hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. That is your down payment. You can pay more. You can pay mm-hmm. for the whole thing when you book the trip, but in order to reserve the promotion that's available, the room that's available, the package that's available. You put $200 down, whether you're taking a $1,000 trip mm-hmm. or a $50,000 trip. And if you're taking that one, I would like to go with you. Yeah. If you <laughs> Then to reserve that, you need 200 bucks. Yeah. And so there are some things that you might reserve that might need, if you're not doing a dining plan or something, there are some things you are going to reserve that might need you to pay cash ahead of time to reserve your seat. If, if you ended up canceling it within the right amount of time, you'd get your money back. But... You only need $200 to hold that reservation, which is why I really recommend people, if you think that you're going to go and you think, okay, it's January now, and maybe you'd like to go first week of December, Erica at MagicExpeditions.com, Erica with a K, Mm E-R-I-K-A, and get it booked, put $200 down, and then if, 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 if in a month you decide, this is, no, this is not going to work, I thought this was going to work, but it's not. You get your $200 back. You don't lose that $200, Mm-mm. and your $200 goes towards the total cost mm-hmm. of your vacation. You lose absolutely nothing by reaching out, getting something on the books, and then you can pull back up until 30 days. Is mm-hmm. that correct? Yeah, 30 days, unless you get travel insurance. But um, And that again, that $200 is just for packaging. If you do a room only, you're probably not listening to this podcast because you're in a uh, uh, AP holder. And, unless you just um, want some company. Unless you want the company. Yeah. Uh, but if you do a room only disc, uh, room only reservation, then you have to pay for one night and it's not the $200 unless okay. it's all star. But, um, but with the hotels too, you also get to check in in advance, which is nice because <clears throat> you don't have to stand in line when you arrive. So 60 days before your trip, you can check into your room and you can make room requests. So maybe you just got a standard room. You didn't get a premium location, which is by um, dining and transportation. You can put in there as a request, I would like to be close to dining. I would like to be on the first floor. I would like to be close to transportation. Close to transportation. There's different yeah. options that you can have in there. And then they actually text you usually when you're on the Magical Express saying, hey, your room's ready. Go to 3601. And then you can just bypass the check-in desk to begin with and just go straight to your room. Or you can go straight to the parks. Or you can go straight to the and parks. And then come back to your room in the afternoon or in the evening or mm-hmm. whatever and your magic band just scans you right in. Yeah, exactly. So, Gosh. 
Is there anything else? Um, I think as far as dates go, that's that's it. But again, I mean, just because there's dates in advance, there's there's been so many times that if if you have a weekend coming up, don't think that because it's just six months that that you can't plan. Um, we could still make a really great vacation with just a couple months notice. And a lot of times at, at those last minute opportunities, stuff opens up, people cancel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You might get something sweeter than if you booked ahead of time. You just got to see. It's playing yeah. the roulette game and exactly. seeing what you can get and fish out. And uh, it's 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 always worth it. It's always worth the conversation. If Again, I can't stress enough. If you were considering it mm-hmm. and you've got the $200 to reserve it and you want to know numbers... You can just tell Erica, I'd like to go in September for four nights and five days. Got four kids. Don't know what kind of accommodations. Got it. Just just want to go by myself. Just want to go with my my spouse, my significant other. I want to go with my mom or something like that. You can have her pull different quotes for you of like different types types of vacations that you think that you might enjoy. If what you want to know is those scary numbers that are going to be put on in front of you, and you're like. It might not be as scary as you think. Yeah. And you can tell Erica, and you've had someone recently say, I'm only going, if you can get me under this number, then I'll go. Yeah. And then Erica did it. Challenge accepted. Yeah. At the Polynesian. I know. Which is a deluxe resort. Ohana. (laughs) (laughs) And scene. Well, thank you very much for listening to the Pixie Dust Podcast. Annie Fry here. Uh, Very grateful that you have spent some time with us. The Pixie Dust Podcast is expanding. We are becoming our own podcast. And I'm hoping that this is available to you on that, its very own podcast. If not this episode, uh, very shortly we will be making that happen. So thank you for subscribing to the Annie Fry Show podcast. Please consider subscribing to the Pixie Dust Podcast, and you will be able to get all the extra stuff that we start building onto what we have here and if you have a disney uh disney member in your uh, family member that loves to talk about this or if you have somebody who you think would love to share disney with you or with their family please consider sharing this podcast with them and this is kind of like the precursor to what you need to know this Mm -hmm. is a safe space to ask the questions you feel are dumb questions that we've all asked yeah and mostly when you are Ohana, we just want to share it with you. We do. I get so excited when I see my Disney email come up. There's some like, like oh my God, there's a new a new family <laughs> member. <laughs> so excited. Yeah. So please, please, please uh, reach out if you're, if you're curious. By no means, Erica's not a high pressure person. If you just want to <laughs> talk about Disney, she'll probably entertain your, your conversation. E R I K A at magicexpeditions.com. You can go to magicexpeditions.com as well and see her profile there, along with the rest of the fine folks at Magic Expeditions. They just specialize in, in trips to Disney and, and other places as well. You mm-hmm. can do cruises, yeah. you can do universal stuff. Uh, Disneyland, they have Adventures by Disney, which yeah. I am really excited about. Uh, Alani in Hawaii. Yes. I'm really trying to push Dan in. How do we get to Hawaii? (laughs) That's a conversation for another time. Please consider reaching out to Erica and asking her your questions. Erica at magicexpeditions.com. Thank you for listening here. You can learn more about my radio show at 971talk.com slash Annie. And until next time, we'll see you real soon. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.